The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Hey, it's Thursday. 205, it's Jay Lynn and Andrew in the 630 Chet Afternoon News. Countdown is on to the big football game tomorrow night. It's going to be a good one. I'm going to be there. It's a pure later tackle hunger. I feel like uh, we haven't said it enough that that's what uh, tomorrow is. So you want to bring a donation for the Edmonton Food Bank. Uh, We want to, of course, have another successful year with that drive. It's an Edmonton Eskimo undertaking, not uh, specifically a Chet undertaking, but it's an important one. It's a um, CFL undertaking. Exactly. And, uh, well, absolutely And the Eskimos right. have, and, and you, Eskimo fans, have kicked it out of the ballpark Every year. for year yeah. after year after year. Yeah, and of course, uh, when you bring a donation uh, for the food bank, you have the opportunity to pose with the Grey Cup months ahead of uh, uh, the Edmonton Eskimos posing with that uh, very same <laughs> statue. I was just looking at, uh, at the schedule uh, for the rest of the season, and a lot of uh, weekend games, a lot of Saturday games coming up in the next a little bit. I'm way happier with that. <laughs> Friday games are a problem for me, frankly, but I'll be there. Guaranteed I'll be there. Um, and especially you have to be there for, you have to take advantage of this weather because let's face mm-hmm. it, the CFL spills over into some really bad weather. So this may very well be one of your last opportunities to, uh, you know, just go in a jersey and have a cold beer and not worry about frostbite. So there's that. <clears throat> but it's Saskatchewan, right? And mm-hmm. Saskatchewan fans are everywhere. And the, yeah, I just know Commonwealth will be full and it'll be relatively split between Eskimo and Ryder fans. I think fans. Uh, Len, Len Rhodes just tweeted out um, that as of right now that we will have the largest home crowds to date, as of ticket sales that today, I, I, wow, that's, that's what great. it is. So we still have a couple more, you know, well, you know, what, uh, 20, 36 hours still. So, you know, my only concern with Friday games uh, is the fact that it, on paper, it seems great. Get off work here, mm-hmm. um, head home, change, head down to Commonwealth, except Fridays is my dart night with, with Hunter. With Hunter, and I just hate canceling mm-hmm. that. Um, and even if it means that Hunter goes to the game with me, mm-hmm. it's still not the same. Mm-hmm. Like, that's our thing. And, and I hate to miss well then it. go then then go play darts and watch a football game. Well, that would be that's the ideal. alternative, yeah. right? But he's been working more lately. <laughs> so last Friday, he didn't get off work till around ten thirty, mm-hmm. and I, so I just sat at home waiting for him to phone and say he was off work, and that's when I headed yeah. down. So this actually could work out perfectly. We put away the uh, Rough Riders quickly. Let's not have a whole bunch of penalties or challenges, and I should be able to get to the bend by the time. Hunter's done. Perfect. We'll combine those two great loves. I had mentioned that um, last weekend's game, we were in Ontario watching it, and it didn't start till 8.30 oh, or something right, like yeah. that. Um, and, and it was slightly awkward because my brother and his family were still... So we were at my dad's house, my dad and my stepmom's new place. And yeah, my brother and his family were still there. And and Coach and I just sat down on the couch like, okay, we need to put the football game on. I put the football game yep. on. But everyone's still talking, so it was on mute... It was on mute for about the first quarter, and and Coach and I are, are losing it because well you don't watch a football game on. on <laughs> no, mute. definitely we not. We went through that the weekend before. Yeah. Um, and it was just like okay, finally, Do you know, uh, turn it up and say like, sorry, guys, we got to watch this. I know that uh, Brian Hall is in for Morley Scott mm-hmm. this afternoon, but I don't see him around the newsroom. So this is uh, while we're still on the topic of football, my opportunity, and this uh, story ends with you. Um, to tell the story really quickly, but when I first started at Ched, and do you know how we do the throws to the sports guy, mm-hmm. and the sports guy was Brian Hall, mm-hmm. and I was really new, and eyes wide open that I'm around all these fabulous mm-hmm. people that I knew from listening on the radio.
radio but didn't know yet. And Brian Hall certainly is one of those top guys. Of that yeah. List. yeah. And I always wanted to talk to him about football. And so every time I would come in actually early, believe it or not, so I could run into Brian and say, oh, what do you think of this or that? Right. So one day he paid me the greatest compliment ever. I'm sitting where you are and through the glass, it's Brian Hall. And he says to me, this is years ago. He goes, hey, Andrew, if you were, uh, you know, the general manager of the uh, Edmonton Eskimos, what kind of moves would you make? You know, And I was like, uh, that's a horrible Brian Hall, best I can do. And I said, oh, well, I would trade Jerome Messi. <laughs> and, uh, and he was like, yeah, you what? You did what? And I'm like, I, I would mm-hmm. trade. And he's like, why, why would you ever do that? And I said, well, you know, the guy's had some disciplinary problems in the past. He's not putting the numbers up that he has in the past, he but he's got real value. So now would be the time to get something for Jerome Messer. Mm-hmm. And Halsey being Halsey, and I don't, uh, you know, in so any he way... He thought you were like three shades of He thought crazy. it was an idiot. He was just like, yeah, that's why you'll never be the general manager of a football team because you don't know what you... You know, like it just right on air. And I thought, oh, well, that's awful. So the next morning, the Eskimos trade Jerome Messer. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, so I throw it to Halsey, and I'm like, hey, do you remember we were talking about uh, Jerome Messer yesterday? <laughs> he was like, yeah, and I told you there was going to be a trade. So so yesterday... I they were going to trade right. Jerome Messer. Yesterday, uh-huh. you and I were just finishing up, um, or we were talking to, um, to Morley Scott. And you said, well, something's going to have to happen. We have, Ken Austin's got to go. How long go. can he last? And I've been asking that for the past couple of games. Right. And everyone keeps saying, oh, no, no, it's not going to happen. How is it, how yeah. is it going to and happen? I, and I'm just going to say. He'd have to fire himself. Guess exactly. what? Exactly. <laughs> like, I'm going to own the fact that we mocked you. Yep. You and, poo-pooed me. Right. And I yep. said, well, he'd have to follow himself, yep. fire himself. Yep. And uh, Morley and I both laughed at your ignorance. Well, they, he fired mm-hmm. himself today. Oh, it's not ignorance. <laughs> maybe ignorance on, on, on your oh, part, definitely. but yeah, okay. No, no question. But thank you for that. I appreciate that. Yeah, no, uh, mm-hmm. hey, when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Who, <laughs> does, who oh. does that? Oh, my gosh. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Oh, my gosh. I haven't heard this one before, but I see it in here. What is this? Well, I was wrong. Oh, what? <laughs> well, I was wrong. One more time. Well, I was wrong. Ah, ha, ha. Finally got to use it. <laughs> Doesn't happen very often, friends. Do you know he would have been out of a job uh, a lot uh, sooner had he not been working for himself. I was just going to say, at any other team? Yeah, oh, See yeah. you later. He'd have been gone. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, wish, I wish I knew which three tie cats I ran into downtown mm-hmm. that day. Um, just, just out of pure curiosity sure. sake, I don't think it was the guy that ended up here. Chick. Uh, Chick, John yeah. Chick. I don't think it was him, but I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah. Were they black or white? They were all white. All white. Okay. Yeah, and and they were all walking in front of me, and they all had Ty Cat's hats on. <laughs> and so I had asked them, "Are you here watching the game, or were you playing the game?" Yeah. <laughs> well, kind of. It, it is a funny thing, right? And I, I know you know you said the you, you don't really know what to say. I mean, there's the Ty Cats. Well, and, I just said, "Hey, great game, yeah. great game last night." And they looked at me and said, "Well, I'm sorry you lost, but it was still a good game. Right. It was an entertaining game." Well, and you know, you never say, "Listen, I'm I'm with you." Do you recall a couple of trips ago I was in wherever with the family Mm -hmm. in Mexico and uh, it was during the break and wouldn't you know what the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets were Mm -hmm. there right I I tweeted a picture of me standing with them right but I I said something that I didn't realize was dumb really dumb Mm -hmm. I was trying to be funny Mm -hmm. um, and and supportive But, you know, in in the moment, you, like, sort of blurt stuff out. But I said, uh, hey, you guys are having a great season. So I went the other way. I went, you guys are having a great season. And they were like, yeah, it's going okay. And I said something like, um, well, I hope we meet you in the playoffs. 
And they were like, uh, and all of them sort of had to say, uh, yeah. Um, but I think the only way we could have met them in the playoffs is in the Stanley <laughs> Cup. <laughs> like looking back on it now, just doing the math. Yeah, like, oh, that's how it's going to work. Yeah, so really should have said, mm-hmm. hope we see you in the Stanley Cup. And, and, and when I said to them, I hope you get your together soon. Yeah. What it re- what it really is, I hope you guys figure it out soon. I hope you guys start clicking on the field soon because another strong team in the CFL of is course. a good thing. That's what I meant. Particularly and I in that him, market. Then I, then I chucked him in the shoulder yeah. and he just oh. looked at me. Really? Okay, Don't crazy. do that to an Eskimo. They'll go on the injured list. Yeah. Okay, crazy lady. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you're not the first to do something like that. Who was um, the guy? Rob Lowe. Do you remember? You know Rob Lowe. The actor Rob Lowe? Yeah. Yes. So just for last night. The man night, who doesn't age? Yeah, that oh, guy man. made some kind of deal, hey? Okay, I think yeah, he's made many deals uh, Rob, over the years. Yeah. <laughs> he's closed a few deals, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they, you know, Just for Laughs always hires uh, people who are not necessarily comedians, but who are famous mm-hmm. to uh, host galas. And those are the guys you see doing the hosting on the television show, right? So Rob, Gal- uh, Rob Gala, Rob Lowe was one of those hosts one year when I was there. And I wa- and he was on West Wing at the time, so mm-hmm. he was very uh, popular at the time. So I walked out of the party, and he was in the lobby sitting by himself in what looked to be a tennis outfit, like white shorts, white shirt, white hat. Uh, <laughs> but it was midnight, so I'm sure he wasn't going to play tennis. But I walked out, and I saw him, and I thought... Some masquerade uh, party? Yeah. Some I thought, oh, I should, up, I, should, I should shake hands with Rob Lowe. And then I thought, but I really have to pee. So I, I rushed to the washroom and then came back out of the mm-hmm. washroom and Rob Lowe was leaving. Like, mm. he was now down the hall a little bit. Somebody must have been picking him up or something. So I ran after him um, to try and catch up to him. I really wanted to meet him. and But it was too late. So as he went through the doors, I was like, hey, I wanted to shake your hands, but my hands are wet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I was like, oh, that's weird. Mm. Yeah, that might be his only memory of just... Well, and it's, it's, a, it's a funny thing when you... When you bump into someone who's maybe a star or yeah. someone that you're a huge fan of, I'm not sure that you were necessarily a huge fan of Rob no, Lowe. No, I just, he was famous. But you were a fan of yeah. Rob Lowe. Um, you know, and again, I, I'm not a fan of the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Right. I was just trying to make conversation and, and it turned out to be idiotic. And you want it to be different than every other conversation exactly. they've ever had, right? Um, but I'm not sure... If any of us do a really, really great job in having a conversation with someone who you look up to, mm-hmm. who you're a fan of, maybe you're a super fan of, you know, when I when I met Garth Brooks yes. during the Habitat for Humanity build, I was almost in tears, and I'm like, why am I almost in tears? And I've got nothing to say. It, was, it just turned into a freak show. Yeah, and and it's uh, and it's like, why? Who was that singer that Maddie met? Through pure coincidence. Oh, uh, so... uh, Uh, Kanye. Kanye West, yeah. Yeah. Where, you know, through one thing or another, she got some pretty good seats, Mm -hmm. and then they invited a bunch of the good-looking girls to stand by the sound booth, Mm -hmm. and then they invited them backstage. And before you know it, she's in a green room with Kanye West, right? And she's texting me to say that that's going on, her and her cousin Autumn. But the thing was, by all accounts, she was really the only one that talked to Kanye West. Yeah. Because all these girls... Everyone who, else was terrified. They couldn't... They didn't know what to say, yeah. so... And it became awkward for Kanye West. He wasn't even there that long, you know, 15, 20 minutes. So he's standing in the middle of the room, and everyone's just standing around looking at him like he's yeah. an exhibit. Yeah, And the only person he had met was was Maddie and Autumn. Yeah. So he was like, uh... So what do you girls do? Like, he, mm-hmm. he was as awkward for him, too. <sighs> yeah, and, and, I, and I want to say that we should, we should just 
treat, treat them well, as normal people, hum- right? human beings, but in in our minds, though, they're not. If we're, if we're super fans of them, yeah. and if there's someone that we've been listening to their music for their entire, for, you know, the better part of your life, Garth Brooks. Or their their music has had a, a specific a huge impact. impact right? Or maybe it's been, yeah, played at weddings, played at funerals, all that sort of stuff in your family. Like, when it becomes a soundtrack of your life, if I had a chance to meet Neil Diamond, I don't know what I would do. <laughs> really? I don't is there know what I would you do. Specifically, want to say to a specific person or an opinion, or or do you just want to meet them? Well, with Garth Brooks, I just wanted to thank him for the music, mm-hmm. and that's what I did. So all all said and done, yeah, um, I just said, you know, I want to thank you for for the music. I want to thank you for you know twenty five years, like the last soundtrack of my life. You yeah. know, my brother's wedding, you know, funerals. Your music has been there at the the highs and the lows, um, and thank you. Um, and that, that that was it. And I started to tear up, and that's when he hugged me. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, now he's hugging me. <laughs> <laughs> See, that all sounds nice, and I think that's wonderful. And, and probably I think every performer likes – it doesn't matter who you are or how successful. But I he's heard that a zillion times. Yeah, I was going to say, though, that – He's not. He's not. That's not going to stick out in his mind ten years from now. No, <laughs> I don't think. I don't so. know. Big redhead <laughs> with a hard hat on and safety hard hat glasses. Burst out in tears. <laughs> with Jimmy Carter in the back, that might. I mean, that seems kind of unusual. I mean, what do you think? Do you think they want to hear that, or do you think they need to hear that, or do you think they would rather just know who you are, or they would rather, you know what I mean? I, I don't know yeah, the answer to that. He was. That, that was kind of cool because before I started talking, he was like, "Oh, hold on. What's your name?" He's like, okay, Miss J. Lynn, and then introduced me to Trish Yearwood. This is Miss Yearwood. Mm. I'm Garth. I'm like, yeah, I know who you guys are, right? But he made sure that he knew everyone's <laughs> sure. names. And yeah. even the news, the press conference here, the media conference that was here before the shows, every time a reporter got up to ask a he question, he had name. names. And yeah. again, I think that's a, a bit of respect. Some people may think it's hokey. I think it's a bit of respect. Oh, no, I listened to that. I thought it was really good. Yeah. Um, I think that there are some artists out there. I think there are some people out there in general that need to have that all the time. They they need to have that um, validation. And I think that there's others that just say, okay, you know what, this is what I do. Mm-hmm. But I also don't believe that That's, you get into performing yeah. in any way without wanting some of that validation. Some, or a, feedback, adulation. A, a, adoration, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's the reason I ask it, because... I, I have met and know many performers who are just embarrassed by uh, compliments. Mm-hmm. They, they, because they don't see it as that big a deal. This was what they had a skill to do. They and that's love what they do. doing it. And they're living a great life yeah. because they're doing what they love. So they'll often change the conversation. I can only think most of anybody I've met who's famous would be a stand-up comedian. Mm-hmm. But you're meeting them as, a, as another stand-up comedian. So they tend to always want to get to you right away. Yeah. So when did you start? How long have you been doing this? Where are you from? But that was, but that is one of the greatest ways, I think, of getting to know someone. So if someone sure. comes up and does that, um, so, you know, you don't... For example, I, I keep going back to Garth Brooks because that was the most recent. Mm-hmm. Had we had the time and he turned around and said, so what do you do for a living? What do you do? Blah, how long have you been living in Edmonton? That would have been really awesome because it's just not me projecting on him. It's turning right. around. And so I find that when you meet new people, just just people, just everyday people. And, and at times it can be a real struggle to find that conversation or to build, start that conversation. When you turn it around and say, oh, so what do you do for a living? You have yeah. that sort of stuff. When you start asking them about them, yes. it becomes much easier because we're oftentimes uh, 
it, it's much easier for us to talk about ourselves and try to find that small tap. Be prepared to, to mock me and laugh right out loud. And I'm speaking both to you, Jay, and all of our listeners. I don't like talking about myself. There, go ahead, laugh. Uh, I would much prefer in a social setting to find out who you are and what you do. And I find everyday jobs to be far more interesting than what I do. And a great example, you said Garth Brooks because mm-hmm. it's most recent. Uh, I ran into a lady who approached me uh, in Vancouver. So this would have been last month or month before. And I asked her, well, so what do you do? And she's like, I'm a meter maid. I'm like, oh, don't go anywhere. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I really wanted to have yeah. that conversation. I wanted to know, you know, how much aggression she faces in her job, how she knows what streets to go down, mm-hmm. who does she give a break mm-hmm. to. Um, does she have it in the back of her mind that she's just ruined someone's day? There was just so many questions. And how often do you get to meet a meter maid? You know, I, that's the only one mm-hmm. I've ever met. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've met a thousand comedians. Yeah. Um, don't need to know much more about them. Yeah, you also don't like small talk. You don't I like don't. it, but that is one of the great ways to, to turn it around and get to, yeah. to get a conversation going, right? Is to say, hey, what do you do? Or, or find the there. common ground. Yeah. Um, occasionally, I will meet somebody who's in radio in another market yeah. that I was not aware was in radio. That conversation I could have forever because radio is well, still new enough to me. I, I love to know how their structure is. Yeah, and it, it turns out to a it's a different. You, you're learning how how they're yeah. doing it. How how are they doing it different than ours? Because be honest with you, our show is very different Quite than different, most yeah. most of the shows across the country. Yeah, actually, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's not necessarily a good thing. Yeah. That's just a thing. And it, and it's funny too. If you know, I've met a lot of the hockey players in this city, or like from the boys on the bus, you know, the Kevin Lowe's yep. and Wayne Gretzky's and you know, Glenn Sather, all of those guys. I wasn't nervous meeting any of them. Well, I, I wasn't. I, I find with athletes and specifically with NHL that I'm always taken aback at uh, their age. Well, because you keep picture them as young. I, I picture them as, as men out there doing a job, yeah. but when you meet them in person, I mean, it puts it in a little yeah. bit of perspective because you think, well, t- two, possibly three of my children are older than you. <laughs> oh, I haven't met any of the young guys. I'm talking oh. about the older ones. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course. You know, Kevin, Wayne. Where's a cougar Grant, sound All those guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get to a, a text and we'll throw it out there mm-hmm. for Chadville uh, just after a, a moment. But Jed's on the, flo- on the phone. He had an awkward encounter once. Hi, Jed. Hey, guys. Um... This is one of those situations where you don't really know what to say. Yeah. I was like, I was like 11 years old, and we used to skip school and go down to Maple Leaf Gardens in Toronto and watch the Leafs practice. Well, there's this sports store named Doug Laurier Sports, and Doug used to always say, "Hey, go down to the stick dungeon whenever you want." And he used to walk down the stairs, and the goalie equipment be there because he, you know, fixed their goalie equipment. Well, I walked down to the stick dungeon, I turn around the corner. Here's Tim Horton. There's Pat Quinn, Johnny <laughs> Bauer, and uh, Bruce Campbell. And you're sort of sitting there, and you watch these guys on TV Hockey Night in Canada. Yeah. And you're sitting there going, uh, 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 Hi, my name's Greg. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you're just sort of sitting there. You don't really know what to say. And uh, it, it, it was just a weird situation, like you guys are saying. You, you know what's there. even weirder than that? I was just thinking about it. Where you see somebody... And you know they're famous, mm-hmm. but you can't think Mm-mm. for the life of you why they're famous. And you yeah, want to you know. say you met them, but in order to do yeah. that, you have to go out to them and say, who are you? Like, I know I well, know you. Well, no, you just can't do that I at guess that not. point. Yeah. No. Andrew, 
If anybody could pull it off, you could, buddy. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> that would mean having to talk to a stranger. And yeah, you don't like maybe. that, Jed. <laughs> okay, thanks. Thanks for the call. Okay, as we go to the 2.30 news, um, Peach texted in, and it says... I'm actually a super fan of the show, really. <laughs> okay, thank you. Thanks, appreciate it. Question, who would you like to sit next to on a plane, living or dead? When I asked my husband this, he said my wife. Aw. But who would you like to sit next to? Living or dead. I'd plane? rather they were alive, especially on a long flight. Yeah. Yeah. I know who I would, and I'm not going to say, and probably most of you can guess, but I have my, my person in mind right away, and without hesitation. Why don't you give it some thought, Jay? Our listeners, give it some thought. Text us at 630-630. Who would you like to sit next to on a plane? The 630-CHED Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630-CHED.